This is episode number 23 of the Church Collective podcast. Happy New Year to you. If we haven't connected yet, please head over to thechurchcollective.com. We have just some awesome, awesome stuff going on over there. So if you've been listening for a while and we haven't touched base with each other yet, please, please connect with us. It's just been really, really cool to connect with so many worship leaders, and we have so many cool things coming this new year. We want you to be a part of it. So in this episode, I had the opportunity to talk with Fox and uh, Scott about what their church is doing after Christmas and what are they doing for the new year, how are they... Um, effectively taking care of bringing in new people at their church and what are they going to do with them after that. So here we go with the Church Collective podcast episode number 23. Um, you know, probably a traditional thing that others do. I, uh, you know, my big thing is first week I always start off with, you know, in December I'll start with one song, move into two songs, Christmas, three songs, Christmas, all leading up to the big Christmas Eve service. You know, this year, last year was actually like this too, where, you know, your Sunday service falls a day before your Christmas Eve service. Hmm. And, um, you know, we did a, we did our actual Christmas service that Sunday. And then we did a little candlelight service on Tuesday night. And, you know, in terms of the worship, we really focused on bringing, I I guess I want to say like a sense of community to our worship in the Christmas season this year. Uh, Really, we spend a lot of money in the church um, advertising ourselves this Christmas season. getting new people in our doors. That's cool. And it really, it paid off. And so one of our visions with the worship was to make it very accessible. Um, meaning just kind of a real love fest on the stage of worship and really putting our best foot forward. Yeah. Um, you know, when you sing Christmas songs, sometimes they're not. So I was telling a, a guy on my team is we all hear songs, especially Christmas songs, it seems every year I get somebody to say, well, that's not how that song goes. Sure. That's not how Oh Come All You Faithful goes. Because you'll come in with, with this new arrangement that, that you want to do. Like I did the, uh, on the Paul Veloche album, he, you know, incorporated the song King of Heaven mm-hmm. into, um, I think it was Come All You Faithful. No, oh, it was... Uh, Hark. Yeah. yeah, Hark the Herald. Yeah, so, we did, we did you know, it too. <laughs> King, yeah, King of Heaven has been huge in our church. And so... You know, I thought, oh, perfect. So I melded those together. And uh, sure enough, people, oh, that's not how that song goes. <laughs> so, you know, with Christmas music, we all hear it and we're all raised with different versions of songs. So right. we really tried to focus on not trying to push the envelope too far on different versions and different thoughts this year and just kind of present that music and the worship of Christmas songs in, in just a real open heart spirit. Yeah. That's cool. In our services, we did kind of something similar too. We took a lot of the the Christmas carols, and we did our best to <clears throat> integrate some of the common worship songs in our services. So, like one, one example, we took uh, "Oh Holy Night," um, but then we put the uh, the, the chant from uh, Elevations for the Honor between each stanza. Mm. So then we kind of played through that and kind of just kept integrating worship in there to really help. Like you said, too, people want to come and sing their carols, and our focus was we wanted to make sure they weren't just coming and singing Christmas carols, but we wanted to like keep exactly. that keep that thread of worship in the midst of it, and like by tying stuff like that in, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you guys, Fox? What'd you guys do? 
we had a total of eight Christmas services starting on Saturday evening. Nice. Um, yeah, we have we have normally we have seven, we're seven thousand members strong, not counting visitors per weekend, and then Christmas. So we about doubled our the size of our uh, our campus wow. over that weekend. Yeah, and we did we did all Christmas music, but we did our own arrangements for them, and for the whole, everyone seemed to like them. Uh, and it really it was just about having a good time. It wasn't about trying to to stick with traditional music and keep it uh, modern in the contemporary style. We just wanted to have a good time and sing about Jesus, and that's what we did. And it was it was a blast. I think everybody enjoyed it. That's cool. Yeah. So we did a uh, we do a service. We call it Reflections. Um, it's our eleven o'clock like. Uh, I guess we're, I work at a non-denominational church, so it's as close as we get to some sort of liturgy where we do a lot of scripture and we reread carols and we light candles for Silent Night at the end. But the, the big kicker for that service is we do it at 11 o'clock at night on Christmas Eve. So that just, like, absolutely wastes our pastoral staff because we're just dead tired for Christmas morning. Do you guys do late services like that, or what do, what do you guys do for Christmas? Because, like, when, when do you meet for those? Uh, we do Christmas Eve. Our tradition is 7 o'clock. Ah, that's nice. We do 7 to 8. <laughs> Yeah, no, we do. We really we do seven to eight, and we're a small church, so you know you, uh, you know we're maybe a hundred people at the most on a good on a good day, and uh, which is great, and I love every one of them. But yeah, we do seven to eight with that candlelight service, kind of same thing. We do it real that Christmas Eve service, and, and it's passionate for me to keep it this way to make it almost like your family sitting around the fire on Christmas Eve night. Just reading stories, talking about Jesus, telling the real Christmas story, and just singing, you know, like, Oh, Holy Night, we always do. And then we always do candlelight to silent night to end everything out. Yeah. Uh, and usually it'll just end in like a chorus, you know, no instruments, just voices, just singing silent night. And, nice. Yeah. Uh, no, we get out early. We... <laughs> You're lucky. Candlelight. <laughs> 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 nice, nice part about it is small churches, you can make decisions. Yeah. Like that, sure. You know. <laughs> Being when your whole pastoral staff are in their 30s with kids. Sure. Uh, you know. Yeah. The candlelight silent night seems to be a recurring theme among us. <laughs> we did too. But our church, our, our services were at 4 and 6 p.m. Uh, that whole four-day weekend. So it was we didn't stay late. We were out of there relatively early. Yeah, that's cool. So you guys both mentioned, like, essentially, we're, we're, you do, like, all of our churches, I think we really take advantage of, Christmas and Easter, where there's people coming and looking at church that don't necessarily always come to church. What, what do you guys, what are your guys' churches doing? You know, now now that we're a week past Christmas, what what are the, what are like the what's the strategy for your guys' churches going forward to help? Like, how did you capture these new people, and then what are you doing with them now? If you want to start Fox, we we're pushing a welcoming campaign. We're trying to build a new campus um, that's a little bit it's farther east into a like a, a farming community here in arizona um so we're, we're bringing in a lot of new people from christmas and easter and trying to push this this new campus that we're trying to build that we will come to you uh, we know it's kind of far of a drive for some people to come to church and that may be what's holding them back so uh the more people we bring in from the outside we can push that you know we're going to come out to you so that you can you can worship with us uh, so it's more convenient to you. And then just, just try to provide the most welcoming atmosphere possible yes. without trying to say or seem like, now that we've got you, you're, you're one of us, we're going to reel you in. It's, it's not what we're trying to do. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, ditto in a lot of ways. Um, we had anybody new that came in, you know, we made any of the leadership in the church really made a point to go introduce themselves, say hello, say who you were, what you did. And we had little contact cards that we gave out. Um, you know, part of that now is following up with some people just again, not to say, Hey, come in, we got your contact information. Now you, you're one of us. Uh, but really just introduce ourselves and, you know, we're, we're just a bunch of fun, loving Christians. So it's, it's really shown people that it's church is in a scary place. Yeah. It's, it's a, and hopefully they got that when they came, you know, to our Christmas themed services, they saw that this wasn't just a church putting on a Christmas act. Yeah. It was a church of genuine people who really love Jesus and, you know, want to, want to minister to people who need him. Right. And, you know, something that we do specifically is share testimony, especially with, new people in the church or, or um, people who may be unbelievers who showed up because I was not a Christian at one point, you know, and I got saved and to share that with people I've, I've always found, especially with new people walking the door, they can see themselves in that, mm. you know, they can see, Oh wow. I was that per- I was like him and look, look where, where this person's at now yeah. and showing them how Jesus changes your life. That's cool. Yeah. So what um, what songs are you guys introducing now? Now that we're in the new year here. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, uh, the list of emails that I get that say we should do these songs. Um, I would be really blessed if you guys did. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, so it's not just me that gets those. No, no. I, uh, <laughs> I can't tell you how many. But you know what's funny is every now and again a song comes out that. I had a guy back when uh, 10,000 Reasons first came out, a guy in my church came up and said, "You have you heard this new Matt Redmond song? And I went, uh, Matt, Re- I, I'm I'm good. I don't need to hear another Matt Redmond song. You know, I love Matt Redmond, but that's not really the direction we're going in. He goes, no, you have to hear this song. And he played it for me. And, and then, of course, you know, that turned out to be one of these huge worship hits that yeah. most worship teams do. So I always try and take those requests seriously. Sure. Um you know, not, I don't really have anything new on the, um, kind of scheduled just yet for me. Yeah. I always like to, after Christmas, actually go back and kind of hone in on some of the stuff that just had been working well prior to Christmas, sure. uh, just to not be going from one theme to another. I like to kind of reflect a little bit before I start getting into newer songs, cool. you know, yeah. probably the newest song that we're doing that oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say one of the new songs that's not that new but that's really been hitting a chord is uh the this is amazing grace yeah um you know that's we've been doing it for a little while but that's been probably one of the newer songs that we've introduced in the last few months that really because i didn't expect it to take off the way it did but you know you never know where the church wants to go with the song and right that's just a song that's hit a chord yeah we um i i work primarily with student ministries and we write a lot of our own material and so we've brought in a couple more that that we're going to be introducing in the next couple of months that really talk about um what it means to truly worship Hmm. and thanking god for the things that he's done for us because we we have a lot of songs about uh the 
praise and and love and and all of that but we i think that our our ministry in particular we didn't stop enough to really thank god for anything Mm. um and so we're going to focus on that and then we've got a couple new new songs that are coming out that that i think should be hits among our students that's cool and i'm really looking forward to actually getting out there and delivering them yeah yeah do you guys record your stuff you got a bunch of original? Yeah, we got to hear yeah. that, or we got to link that or something. Is there stuff already out and about that I could link to for people listening uh, to this? Or Yes and no. Okay. There's uh, some scratch tracks we have out there. I think yeah, I put... We won't bother that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have a, a live album releasing next month. All right. It was recorded back in November that'll have five or six of our originals as well, some other ones on there as well. Okay, yeah, so stay tuned so, if you're listening to this, and yeah, that'll be coming out soon. <laughs> I just would encourage... <laughs> anybody listening out there just to stay strong in the new year i mean i i sense a lot of excitement this year from a lot of worship people i talk to yeah uh, including you guys and seeing what we're doing in the collective here and um i don't know there there just seems to be something pretty cool happening and and i'm really excited to see where god's taking us with it that's cool that's a good place (laughs) yeah my wife and I, our family, we do the one-word ministry. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that. Mm. Um, it, it's you choose a word that you need help with and find a Bible verse that that talks about that word. And throughout the year, you really focus on this one word um, to help guide your your walk with God. And this year, the word is calm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the holidays are over yeah. the high stress season is over and I think that we get so excited for the new year to release new content and the, but we just we sometimes forget that we need to just relax and mm. take a step back and put our ministry in God's hands mm. and let him deal with it because it's going to be stressful and that's okay you just have to, to learn to, to calm down and let things go sometimes huh. that's deep, that's yeah. good it's good stuff yeah. man <laughs> awesome Thanks again for listening. If you would do us a favor, leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It really helps us become more visible over there. And as always, head to thechurchcollective.com, hit join the collective, and connect with us. We want to help you become better at what you do.